Welcome, 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 welcome. <laughs> Man, uh, I so. am, I'm tired. Yeah, we just getting the sunshine here in Minnesota and you're mm-hmm. tired already. You should be like rejuvenated. Welcome to the Colors of Relationships podcast. I'm your host, Cedric Weatherspoon, licensed marriage and family therapist. And I'm Dr. Asia King, licensed professional clinical counselor. Thank you for tuning in. We hope you enjoy the show. Come on up. Let me, can I lift you up since this is Mother's Month? I just want to lift you to the highest level. All mothers, can you can stand on my shoulders. And, and, and just dig in, get if closer to the sunshine. You, I, if I stand on your shoulders, I break your back. No, you won't. <laughs> you, you've lost. You, you, you are doing healthy living. So, speaking of that, let's roll back into that. You know, you've been doing a lot of stuff around wellness, and I'm like really proud of you for really putting your foot forward and saying, like, we all got to be well. And as a therapist, I'm like, cool. Some finally someone is finally getting that, you know, cool to go to a therapist and cool to air things out with a therapist. But in reality, you realize that it's all about everybody being well because we don't have enough therapists. I mean, mm-hmm. you can only train so many therapists to deal with so many things. Right. So since we're talking about mothers, you know. And wellness, how can we, you know, let's talk about mothers and wellness. Mm. What, how is it important for mothers to really take care of themselves and engage in wellness practices? What are mm. you doing? I, I, need to, I need to know, what, what do you have in the bag? A lot of prayer, a lot of prayer, a lot of prayer. Because it's not just about taking care of me. It's about taking care of the kids, too, you know, Mm -hmm. because when your kids aren't, you know, doing well, you don't do well. You Mm -hmm. know, Um, we work with a lot of parents who struggle with their kids in school. Mm -hmm. Those phone calls. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Phone calls, their friends and even just in the home. You know, Mm -hmm. you could find that your child does well with their friends and just sucks with you. Yes. (laughs) Oh, gosh. (laughs) I had to tell my kids on a regular basis, like I was Asia King before I met you. You know, Mm -hmm. I'm your mom, but I've got feelings, too. I'm a human being. I'm not some supernatural being that just doesn't feel. Mm -hmm. And so. You know, I try to teach my kids like there's a human side to me as well. And you got to treat me with with love, kindness and respect. Just the Mm -hmm. same way I I give you. I'm not Teflon Don, you know, Mm -hmm. can't just dog me out and then be like, can I get some money? (laughs) Like, no. (laughs) But when you get to your ends with, you know, because you give, 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 give. And always giving to mothers, give to families, give to kids, give to their partners, give to the community, give to give more, give, give, give. But, you know, the wellness practices is, you know, how do you create space so you can give to yourself? I say no. I say no quite a bit. I agree. 
I say no. <laughs> I, I put I put boundaries, you know, unconditional love doesn't mean is not the equivalent of always saying yes and giving in. It's not. It's mm. about being able to love, love with within the boundaries. You know, mm. I went out yesterday, took some people for an appreciation dinner and I didn't bring my kids and I didn't bring them anything back. Mm-hmm. Why not? No. <laughs> well, I brought some ice cream sandwiches. I did bring them some ice cream sandwiches. But, you know, it's about the balance because ultimately I always give to my children, whether it's new clothes, whether it's an activity, whether it's a trip. And one thing I learned is that no matter how much you give your children, it does not buy their love. Mm-hmm. You could do so much for them. One minute they will be happy. And be like, oh, you're so great. You're so awesome. And that's me there. I hate you. And I wish I didn't live with you. And you're like, what happened to that $300 game I bought you like two weeks ago? Like, you cannot create their happiness. You don't add to their misery and you don't make things hard for them, you know. But you have to create the balance of caring for them and caring for yourself as well. So oh, well, I want to jump in. So we, I want to break it down mm-hmm. into a, a five step process. Mm. Only five. Don't yeah. write a thesis. You already did write a doctoral thesis. That's for mm. later. You already did that already. If a mother was sitting, sitting to you, what is like five steps to wellness? Give me break it down. Number starting from five. Number five. What would okay. be. Let's see. Number five, I guess, evaluate the elasticity of your relationship. So evaluate the reciprocity within your relationships. Now, break that down. Now, reciprocity, we're international, we're global. So we have to be mindful of the give and take within our relationships. How much are we giving? How much are we taking? And why? You know, are we giving because we want to receive recognition? You know, mm-hmm. because giving in a relationship, even with your children, has to be without expectation. So what's the reciprocity within the relationship? What are the philosophies that you're giving about love and caring and sharing with your kids and your family? I would say three. What things do you have of your own that you don't share? You skip four. You know, no, I mean, <laughs> number, four, number four is number four is. So five is reciprocity of relationships. Number four are the the principles that you're teaching in your family. Mm -hmm. Number three is what is mine? What is yours? Being able, I will buy, I have bought ice cream before and have told my kids they could not have a lick. (laughs) Any of it. So that's that's self-care. That's self-care. It is. Number two, being able to know where you begin and where your kids end. Your kids and you have separate lives, even though you share a house or you don't, you know, you share space with each other. But that doesn't mean everything about them and everything about you is one. Mm -hmm. You have different personalities. You have different personalities. And, you know, last but not least, number one is being able to be okay in the silence, mm. you know, be okay and be in the silence. I know when I send my kids off 
the first time I sent them off to go be with their dad in Alabama, I was I was hurt. I was like, oh, my God, my babies are gone. But now when I send them off, I'm just like, ain't nobody in the house. Ain't nobody in the house. I got all this space. And ain't nobody in the house. <laughs> I'm doing a dance. I'm taking off my clothes. I'm mm-hmm. like pulling. What, who was that? Uh, Tom Cruise. When he slid across the floor, tell us what movie was that? Risky business. Risky business. That's right. That's right. And it's not that there's anything I want to do, you know, because I don't do anything. But it's mm -hmm. something about not having to make sure other people are fed, make sure people are taking baths, make sure people aren't messing up your space. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And we know we know our, our kids can definitely tear some stuff up. Very quickly. Very so if quickly. I'm if I'm a woman, say like I'm a mother who don't have a partner and I have limited resources, what are some things, what are some opportunities that I could do that I would be a mother could do who, you know, just don't have the resources within their community or I don't know, in within their house? that can help them kind of mm. debreathe and take off maybe when the kids are at school or when, whenever they got time. You can, I mean, you can definitely, um, cause my kids are older and, mm-hmm. and I trust my children too. That's the other pieces. I trust my kids. So even if you have little ones that aren't old enough to watch themselves, you can create spaces that belong to you. You know, I make my kids knock before they come in my room. You can't just mm. barge in. If the door is closed, if the door is closed, don't come a knocking. So, All right, and if man. you knock, does not mean you get to open the door. I will make my kids go back out the door. If I, I didn't say come in, go back out that door. <laughs> talk, talk to me through the door. That is some Southern stuff. <laughs> you know, hey. Definitely, it's not Midwest. The door is not always open in Southern houses. There you go. <laughs> It's not just because I'm here doesn't mean I'm here. There are some days where I will just stay in my room and um, I tell the boys, get the dog. You know what to do with her. Don't come in my room. I'm just going to watch TV all day. Mm. Today's my day. What are we going to eat? I don't know. Figure it out. There's all sorts of leftovers in the refrigerator. Go figure it out. If you've mm-hmm. got younger ones, you know, get them set up with a couple of meals, a couple of snacks like. You, the kids do not need every single day this three course meal. Mm, Sometimes mm, a bowl of cereal is a meal. That's mm-hmm. all right. Yes. That's all right. Now, but down south, you know, that's that's not a meal. You know, it, it is a meal. It's a meal. Look, <laughs> if you look at it, it has vitamin C in it and it has a lot of other nutritious components to it. Leftovers. Mm-hmm. Leftovers are so beautiful. You know, you can heat mm. up a leftover. I, for my younger boy, he doesn't eat a full meal in one sitting. So once I give him his meal, he will pick on it for the rest of the day. Mm. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, there's ways that you can do it. But I would say create spaces that don't belong to the kids. Create the rules in which it belongs to you. All right. You know, back in the day, we used to have this thing. And I don't know if it's a thing now, but mothering in a like communal mothering, like you have, you know, a friend who has kids, you know, when they were younger, you did the play dates and it was kind of like a social activity with other mothers. How important is that 
and your health and wellness is built, building community amongst mothers. I think it's necessary. I think you have to also be mindful about, you know, who do you trust to watch your kids? Mm-hmm. I I didn't really have too much of a community where people I've always watched my kids. Always. Mm-hmm. I've had you in September watch the boys a few times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and another friend. But for the most part, like the majority of their lives have been with me. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, I guess maybe I, I just took on that responsibility of just like their their mind to look after. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I do. I have seen others where, you know, their kids can go to their house. I mean, you, you, your family, y'all do that quite a bit where the boys ha- have gone to other people's houses and like. We we have grand, grandparents or a life saving journey. We drop them off and be like, bye. Bye, peace. See you later. Right. You, you're going to be here for the, a whole month and hang out. But we also, you know, go on play dates and and have connection. It, it depends on your personality, too, because some folks are very social, trusting and getting out there and allowing and build that community. And some people are very like very close knit family and most of their mothering communities could be with their family and close friends. You know, like going to mm-hmm. f- family reunions is how we used to do some some event like parenting event because you get together with other parents in your family who has kids. But, you know, that's a whole nother episode. That dynamic has changed. I know with, within the culture of my family that that dynamic ha- has changed. Mm-hmm. So right. I don't know. And that's why I, I think when we look at you know, and this is just from a male's perspective. I, I know I wasn't going to say anything, but looking at, you know, how kids developing, how the kids are developing now and how we communicate about what's going on with our kids and how we share information, it, it can be challenging. I mean, yeah. especially in isolation, because you just don't know what other folks are doing. Right. Yeah. And that's that's true. I know that now that my kids have gotten older, I'm the house that people come to. Like Austin has a friend where he's one of five. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> when he wants to take a break, he comes to Mama Asia's house. <laughs> <laughs> My, his refuge, his wellness. There's, there's not a whole bunch of people here, right? Mm-hmm. It is. That's his wellness. I'm actually his. his and his mom has said that, like, he just needs a break. <laughs> I'm like, he needs a break from y'all. Like, but he comes over here and. We've talked and I said, what what you like about coming over here? And he said, it's quiet. Mm-hmm. You know, it's quiet because the older boy is quiet. I'm quiet. Austin is the only one that's talking. But, you know, so it's mm-hmm. a break for him and the older boy. His friends come over and chill or whatnot. So I've become the house where people want to be. Mm hmm. Yeah. And my kids don't really, well, the older boy, he goes out to his friend's house. But yeah, people want to come to my house. And I like that. You know, I create a space of like safety, love and care, and whatever you want. Like mm. you want to eat candy all night? You come to Mama Asia's house. Ooh. You want to stay up till three o'clock in the morning? Come to Mama Asia's house. <laughs> three o'clock in the morning? You, you put up with that? You really doing the mothering thing. Uh, uh, because I tell them, I don't want to hear you. If you go... <laughs> You're going to be up till three o'clock in the morning. I don't want to hear you. 
Here go the floor. Crank. It's like whatever, whatever you're doing, be quiet about it. I don't want to hear you. But nobody gets to move around the house. So pretty much people are in bed at 3 a.m. I just don't want to hear you. But what all those all the things that you talked about is, you know, amazing from a male perspective. I'm gonna have to reference that. Definitely, you know, being able to, you know, set boundaries and and take care of yourself. And at the same time, you know, build communities in the context of your mother, your mothering, and then trying to learn how to bring back that culture of mothers talking within your family, you know, sharing ideas across generations is an amazing thing. So I want to, I want to, you know, you to take us out, out of here again, you know, this is a beautiful session. I learned a lot. Uh, what are some of the takeaways that you have for some of our our people? Even this, give some love to the young mothers, the, the mothers who are just young and they're like, man, I hear you, doc, but I, I'm not on that level yet. How do how do they get on that level? So give me I'm going to break it down I'm in fives now. Give me at least two for some young mothers. Oh, for young mothers. Take your time and. Trust the process. Being a mom is about your baby communicating with you and you communicating with your baby. Never stop talking. Every moment is a gift. And when it becomes too much, do not be afraid to take a break and walk away. You know, if that baby is crying and you feel yourself becoming anxious, angry, overwhelmed, as long as the baby is safe in their crib, Walk away. Close the door and walk away. You're not going anywhere. The baby's not going anywhere. There will be a time to come back. But don't parent from a place of anger. Many people think that you're supposed to just stick in there regardless of how you feel. That's wrong. You know, you have to really regulate where you are first before you can parent. Children can feel that. Mm-hmm. And yes, there are books on parenting out there, but nobody has parented your child. So you will learn the ebbs and flows of your baby and your child and trust what they're saying. Trust what they're saying. It is it is rewarding. It is hard. But, you know, hang in there. Ask for advice. Get community help. Look for the resources. Take a break. Create spaces that only belong to you. No is an answer. And do not feel bad about no. Put your child to the test. Buy that ice cream cone. Take a lick and don't let them have it. It'll be all right. <laughs> no child has ever died from the word no. Feelings may be hurt, but they don't ever die. In fact, mm. it builds resiliency. Just take your time. And, and even when you think you got it, children do this beautiful thing of changing up the routine. So, you know, don't ever think that there is just one way of, of parenting. Mm. But remember, first and foremost, you got this. You got this. Thanks for those words. Thank you for the grind. Uh, we'll see you, you guys next episode. You know where you can find us. You know, we're, we're on Facebook. We're on Instagram. Uh, leave some comments. Make sure you like our and share our information. Share this. If you like this, really love this conversation, share it with your friends. We're all trying to reach. We're reaching everybody. And so just want to say that. And thanks so much, Doc. I can't wait mm-hmm. to our next conversation. So 
I'm going right. to really do some deep research so I can throw some heavy stuff at you because I get to sit back and ask the questions. This is going to be cool. Mm-hmm. That's right. I got an answer for every last one of them. All right, y'all. <laughs> All right. Take care and be well. Peace. Take it easy. Be sure to find us on Facebook at Colors of Relationships. Follow us on Instagram at The Colors of Relationships and find us on Twitter at The C-O-R Podcast.